Welcome to Equip This Church, Dunedin. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Hannah Hooker. For more information, check out equipuschurch.com. Thank you, Sam. Um, you can take your seat. Sorry. Sorry. Here I get myself organised. You know what? Every time I preach from my iPad, I take the screen lock off because otherwise it locks while you're trying to talk. But then I forget and then my iPad goes flat in like 20 seconds when I go home again. So annoying. Um, but anyway, hey, my name is Hannah. If you don't know who I am, um, I am a hairdresser. I am part of this church. I'm married to Aaron, who was up here just a few seconds ago. Um, we have two beautiful little girls called Kennedy and Emerson who are on their finest form this morning. Not. Um, and... <laughs> And I love God, and I love people, and I love church. Um, And I'm here this morning bringing the word. Pastor Will and Pastor Desiree, who are our senior pastors, they're in Nelson this morning. Um, So the pastors in Nelson, they are um, moving up to Auckland. So Pastor Will's down there preaching, um, and they'll pray, and they'll just basically send Pastor Nick and Phoebe off up to Auckland. Um, So that's where they are today, um, but they will be back later. But I'm sure, I haven't asked, but I can almost guarantee they send you their love and their blessings, um, and they miss being here just like we miss having them. Um, So it's a real privilege to speak to you today. Um, As per normal, I'm excited, but I'm also like, I've been toiling with this all morning because by nature, when I get up and speak, I'm quite loud. Does anyone else know that? Anyone anyone noticed? Um, Yeah, so I'm quite loud and I'm quite vivacious and I'm quite passionate. Um, But all week as I've been spending time with God, I've just felt God kind of, I couldn't figure out the word this morning, but just like, just settle Just all of our hearts need to settle. All of our minds need to settle. All of our hearts need to settle. Um, And I don't know if that resonates with any of you this morning, but I was in worship and I just was like, man, God, would you quiet my heart this morning? Would you settle my spirit in your presence? Um, And just this morning, I just wanted to, if, if, if that's you, then just take it. But you know, the world is a noisy place and I don't know about you. We were in isolation for one week. Um, And then we're on the school holidays. So I've had 14 days of children inside. (laughs) Lord knows I need some peace. Um, You know, but I just, this one, the world can be really busy, but here we come to stand in the presence of God. And I just felt this morning he would say, man, just peace and stillness to you this morning. So um, that's not what I'm talking about. You can have that for free. Um, But also as I was spending time with God this week, I also heard him say, I just want you to come back to basics. You know, just come back to basics, Hannah. Keep it simple, Simon. Um, And, you know, come back to the why. Let God fill you again with a fresh awe of his love for you, of a fresh awe of the fact that he saved us and he set us free. Like, let's just keep it simple, Simon, and come back to the fact that God loves us so very much. You know, I love every time Pastor Desiree gets up here, she's like, man, God is fiercely in love with you. It's not just a catchphrase. It's not just, oh, that sounds really good in a microphone. Like he is, he is fiercely in love with you and he's got so much for you and so many promises for us to enter into. You know, we read the word and the word is full of promises from God. Some of my favorite are that we um, can live in a wide open space. We aren't called to be contained and to live small. He also promises that his burden is light. He also promises that he has come that we may have life and have life abundantly. He has promised me that I can live complete, I can live whole, and I can live free. He also promises that we can have the peace that surpasses all understanding and that we can live a life that will bring heaven to earth and to make God famous. Um, Now, as you may know, today is Anzac Day. 
Um, and so this morning's sermon, like it's a little bit, I'm quite excited, but it's a bit random, but it also makes sense. But um, I'm, a, I'm a personal fan of Anzac Day. I remember as a little girl, I would stay at my grandparents' house and my granddad would get up and we'd go to the dawn parade at like 5 a.m. That is too early. Um, and he would, pray the, he would play the last post on his trumpet. Like every year, that's what he did. And I remember as a little granddaughter being like really proud of my granddad. Um, and even now when I hear the last post, I get a bit, I get a bit teary. But I was, I, was, I was thinking about that this week. I was also thinking about the movie Hacksaw Ridge. Anyone seen it? If you haven't, you need to watch it. It's amazing. Um, but Hacksaw Ridge is the story. Oh, it's a true story. And it's the story of a young soldier called Desmond Doss. Um, and he single-handedly rescued 75 men in World War II um, by bringing them over Hacksaw Ridge. And he did it all without a weapon. So he was a man of great faith, of great conviction, of great passion, of great tenacity. Um, And he was a man of faith. And his conviction was that he was not to carry a weapon while hanging out in World War II. Wow was right, right? I'm like, you mad, man, you crazy. But he didn't do it. And he didn't do it at all. He never, ever carried a weapon. And when I think about him, man, I think of the courage. I think of the bravery. And I think of the boldness of Desmond Doss. I think about everything he stood for how hard he fought, how bold his faith was, how bold he was in action, how bold he was in his declaration, how he stood by his convictions and saw God glorified. Like um, if you have at the end of the movie, I can't remember all their names. I haven't watched it for a really long time. But um, one of the guys comes and says, Doss, you've got to pray for us before we go. So they've gone from a bunch of like a, like a group of soldiers who just are mocking Desmond Doss and like, man, you're an idiot. How do you think of weapons? You're crazy. You need a weapon to protect yourself. And they've gone from that to like beating him up and belittling him to coming to him and saying, man, we need you to pray. We can't go until you pray. So on Desmond Doss's boldness, he glorified God. He was as bold as a lion. And to see that all God has for us, like that promise, those promises I mentioned at the very beginning. Yes, I reckon it also takes hard work. You know, when I was a brand new Christian, I thought God was going to give me everything on a silver platter. Anyone else with me? Or you're, yeah, I was like, right, I'll just have my silver platter and God will just, you know, all of it. But actually it takes a little bit of hard work sometimes. And sometimes we need to fight. Sometimes we need to meet him in the middle. But we also need to have a boldness that comes from deep, deep within. And the boldness that I am talking about today comes from knowing who you are. It comes from resting in the knowledge that if God is for us, who actually can be against us. It comes from the knowledge that greater is he who lives in us than he who lives in the world. It comes from resting in the fact that we are fiercely loved by God. The same God that created the entire universe with one breath. The same God who with one word makes mountain lowers and seas part. And it comes from resting in the fact that God, the God who basically made a way back to us, fiercely loves you. Um, It's like I said, I've got two little girls called Kennedy and Emerson, and um, Aaron, their dad, when they were born, he made up a prayer for them. It's a wee bit cute, actually. should ask Emerson to do it for you. But it goes like this. It says, I am brave and bold. I am strong and wise. I am kind and lovely. I am beautiful and courageous. I know who I am because I know whose I am. I'm a daughter of the King, the Most High God, in Jesus' name. From a position of knowing who we are and whose we are, we can then step out and be as bold as a lion. Proverbs 28 verse 1, um, it goes on about being persecuted and such. It says, the righteous are as bold as a lion. From a position of knowing who you are and whose you are, it's from that 
stance that we can then be as bold as a lion. And so today, I, um, I don't know if you guys like parallels. I quite like parallels. I'm going to talk about um, the characteristics of a lion. Yes, I quite like lions. Um, and so I'm going to, hopefully it's all going to come together, but it's all rooted on knowing who God says we are. And I'm going to repeat this a lot of times today. And you may not need reminding that you are a child of the Most High God, that you are saved, that you are set free, that you are all powerful, that God is for you and not against you. But today we're going to go there. Is that all right? So we're also going to watch some Hacksaw Ridge. Do you guys like a bit of movie time in church? Yep, we're going to three, three clips. So I'm just going to pray. So Holy God, I thank you for this morning. I thank you, Lord, that you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I thank you that you can be trusted. I thank you, Holy God, you love us fiercely. And we come to you today, Lord, hungry for more of you, for you to speak to us, to move us forward, to open our hearts more. And we just give you permission to move Holy Spirit across this auditorium. Come and have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you're taking notes today, uh, the, the title is just boldness, and we're just going to talk about lions. Okay? Yeah, great. Good. All right. So first of all, if you didn't know, lions are quite daring. They're quite courageous. Um, and uh, they... You know, like, they just, they're not afraid. Like, I don't know if, I've never seen a lion up close and personal. Anyone seen a lion up close and personal? As up close and personal as I've got is at the zoo. Um, but if you watch videos of lions, like, they're just so brave and courageous. And they just don't back down, eh? they just like, nope, I am the Mac Daddy. And I know what I'm doing. I know how strong I am. I know how brave I am. Like, I'm just going to, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm the king of the jungle. And even the lionesses are like, oh, the king of the jungle's got our back. We don't need to worry. Like, they're daring and they're courageous. They dare to be different. They dare to go against the grain. Like, they are just, they are daring. So we're going to watch a quick little clip from Hacksaw I think they come from the side screen. So um, go for it, team. This is a personal gift from the United States government to each and every one of you. A standard issue U.S. rifle, caliber 30, M1, a clip-fed, shoulder-fired, semi-automatic weapon designed to bring death and destruction to the enemy. This is to be your lover, your mistress, your concubine, perhaps the only thing in life you'll ever truly love. Fellas, let's dance. Grab a girl. Don't point your gun forward. I do not want to be shot today. No matter how much you are tempted, place the weapon by your side. Pay attention. Problem, Private Cornstock. Is there not one in your size? Or is it the color that is the issue? No, sorry. I was, I was told I don't have to carry a weapon. Come again, step forward, Private. I can't be hearing this right. Well, I'm sorry, Sergeant. I can't touch a gun. What exactly is the problem? No problem, just a mistake. So I'm sorry, sir. I can't touch a gun. We're gonna go to battle, but I can't touch a gun. So here a lion, so daring. Here's Desmond Doss, so daring, steps forward. His he carried a Bible in his pocket. Like that was his weapon. He had a little teeny Bible, and he carried that. That's what he wanted to take into battle. Not a gun, but his Bible. And he stands forward in a pack of, I don't know if I'd be brave enough, in a pack of soldiers. Oh, sorry, sir. I, I don't want to carry a gun. Here he is daring to be different. 
daring to stand on his conviction. You know, daring that actually, no, my conviction says I'm not going to do it. Everyone else in the pack, oh, I've got my gun, I'm going to go for it. Desmond Doss, not today, not ever. <laughs> and when I think about it, I'm personally quite challenged. Where can I step out and be a little bit more courageous? Where can I step out and let my faith shine? You know, like that takes courage. I mean, I've never been in a line of people who've been told to step forward and get a gun. But man, I would be shaking in my boots if I heard God say, don't do it. And you just stand there, solo, by yourself, not gonna do it. You know, when we have faith, as we are righteous and we're as bold as a lion, we can be daring. And when I think about it, I think, man, in my workplace, where can I maybe just like dip my toe? A little bit more daring. Where can I maybe speak up? And say something that's actually a little bit scary. Now, all of you might be super Christians and do this all the time. And if you do, well done. But I don't. I need to be a little bit more daring. I need to understand that I'm a daughter of God and I can step out and I can be daring and I can believe and I can stand. So lions are daring and they are courageous. Lions live in groups. They are better together. You won't ever catch a lion flying solo at all. Ever, they roll in a pack. They stay close to their, their alpha male and they roll in a pack. So lions live in groups. Share your victories. Share your failures. Build each other up, big and small. Don't isolate and don't retreat. You know, when I think of battle and I think of war, like you're, there's a camaraderie and you're together and you're doing it together. You don't leave people out. To, oh, he's gone, just leave him there. You know, you'll see in a clip in a minute, Desmond Doss, man, he just keeps going back. There's more, there's more. I've got to go, got to go, got to go. But man, we're better together. We're not called to live life alone. We're not called to isolate. Now, I'm not saying dirty air, all your dirty laundry, but you know, who are your people? Who are you walking with? Who are you fighting with? Who are you battling with? You know, for um, about five years, Aaron and I really struggled to have children. So we could get pregnant, but we just couldn't hold on to them. So we had about five miscarriages and it just kept on happening and happening and happening. Um, and my natural inclination was to kind of just not tell anyone and just be sad by myself. Because what was wrong with me? Why couldn't, what was wrong with me? Why couldn't, you know, and this was a thought process, but I understand that we are created to do life together. So what I did as I was daring and I was courageous and I understood that we are better together, I started reaching out to people. Hey man, this is the problem that I'm facing. I just can't seem to hold on to a baby and I'm really sad about it. Can you pray? Oh, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And I have people, I'd given up, to be honest. I was like, never going to happen. Too many, not going to happen. And then we get pregnant again. And I was like, this is a miracle. But you know what? I shared my failures. I shared my struggle. And in the camaraderie, I had people praying. I had people interceding. I had people standing in the gap. And now I have two beautiful little children because I didn't retreat and isolate. I shared the struggle. I shared the battle. And then I battled with people. So I want to encourage you, don't retreat. Don't hide. And I mean, again, it says in Psalms 133, how sweet when brethren dwell together. You know, can I even encourage us, let's not just come to church on Sunday and then tick a box. Let's hang out during the week. Let's talk about life. Let's get real. You know, and again, not with the whole church, not with everybody, but have your people when stuff is hard, when the battle is tiring, you can be like, man, can you pray for me? And then can you also celebrate? 
You know, it's not all about, oh, hard time. But man, let's celebrate. Let's celebrate the wins. I'm pretty sure when you win a battle, your whole team's going to go, woohoo. All right? So don't isolate. Don't retreat. Come together. Lions also like to roar to communicate. You know, have you ever heard a lion roar? Anyone? Yes? Okay, they're very loud. And the question I have for you, what is your declaration and what is coming out of your mouth? As I was, um, I've been like a, just a confession, I've been a little bit of like a negative Nancy lately. Anyone, anyone ever turn a bit negative Nancy? Yeah, and I've been like moaning that I've got to go to work on a Saturday and I've been moaning that I'm tired. And um, I just, I was hanging out with God and I just heard him say, <coughs> gratitude paves the way for breakthrough. Can you switch up your language? I was like, no, you know, it had like a little tantrum. Like, don't tell me what to do. But actually, gratitude paves a way for your breakthrough. You know, I love when a lion roars, the path kind of clears. They don't just stand there. Oh, there's a lion, I'm just going to stand here. No, as he begins to roar, the obstacles move, the opposition moves, because, man, the king is coming through and get out of the way. So can I encourage you, what is coming out of your mouth? Your words create your worlds. Where do you need to align your confession? You know what? I'm going to be honest. Yes, I'm tired, okay? I'm tired. But I got up yesterday morning and I was off to work, and I was like, I'm not going to let it come out of my mouth because I'm sick of my own words being like, I'm so tired. And so I got out of work, I got out of bed, I went to work, and I was like, you know what? No, I'm not tired. I'm full of energy. I've had enough sleep. I can do this. It's going to be a great day. And it is the first day I've got home from work, and I've had lots of energy still. You know, so what is coming out of our mouth? What are we declaring? What are we communicating to people around us? You know, I think I, um, I'm lucky now that I do life with a whole lot of non-Christians, and I'm very mindful when I go to work, and they, how was your weekend? And I'm like, oh my gosh, that one's so busy. I did like two church services first. No, we only got Saturday off. No time together. It was so busy. I'm just like, man, it was great. It was so awesome because my worlds are going to create my world. And my life is communicating to people around me. And like a lion, I want a roar of the goodness of God. I don't want to roar about how tired I am or how hard it was or how, you know, I had to push through because I was feeling ill. Like, man, I want a roar of the goodness of God. So what is your confession? What are, you de- what are we declaring? And gratitude paves the way for breakthrough. So just for 20 seconds, can you think, what are you really thankful for right now? And I'm not mean, yes, you can be like thankful that you got up and you had a great day, but man, what are you really, really thankful for? I'm really thankful that I moved to Dunedin and it's better than I thought it was going to (laughs) be. You know? Yeah, I'm glad too. I'm really thankful that God hooked me up with a job that just fell into my lap. You know, and my hours are increasing. My boss thinks I'm like amazing, which is really great. You know, and we have these conversations. I'm just like, man, God, you've got to be in it because the confession of my mouth is roaring the glory of God. You got it? I'm very hot. Anyone else hot? No, you don't have like a million lights. Right. Lions also have terrific night vision. Can you see the victory even when it's dark? Because if you can see the victory, you can keep pressing in. Uh, Turn your eyes to the screen. Brace yourself. Hold tight. Might need to drop the light. It's quite quite a dark one. Try now. Try now. I thought I was blind. (laughs) Keep it down. Can you walk? Hello. We gotta get out of here. Come on. 
good. Okay, we got you. We got you. Love it. In the middle of the battle, literally, he sees the victory. And he keeps going and he keeps going and he keeps going and he keeps going. He's tired, he's sore, he's bleeding, but he sees the victory and he keeps going. So in the middle of the battle, as we as of children, as children of God, as we as people who He has called and He has anointed in the middle of the battle, can we be as bold as a lion? Can we see the victory and can we keep going? So for me personally, one of the victories that I am um, believing for is that I'd really love it if my family were saved. So all of them are um, what we would call backslidden Christians. So my stepdad once was a pastor of a church. He's no longer in church. My brother was a founding member of a church. He's no longer in church. My sister got saved by the grace of God and her life got turned around. She's no longer in church. And I look at it and I think, oh, the battle's, the battle's over, <laughs> to be honest, you know. I look at it and I think, that's impossible. But like a lion, I have choosing to have terrific night vision. I'm choosing to continue to battle and see the day they are in church. That comes by prayer. That comes by petition. That's like asking my friends and not doing like, man, will you pray for my family? Because I need a miracle. So lions have terrific night vision. And can you see the victory in the middle of the dark? Can you see it? If you can't, can I encourage you to go back a step, get with the pack and share the, share the battle and get the pack praying with you and standing with you and believing with you. When I desperately wanted a child, I couldn't see the victory anymore. 
But my friends could, and they kept standing in the gap, and they kept praying. So like I say, let's not do life alone, and let's see the, let's see the victory even in the dark. It's not easy, but I can promise you it is coming. I can promise you it is coming. I often, when I, when I think about this, I think about Abraham. So God promised him. He promised him that he would have many, 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 many people. And he died and didn't see any of it. But he never gave up. And he kept obeying God and he kept walking. So even in the middle of the battle, can you believe? So also, another thing about lions, they are not afraid of other animals. So we're going to watch another clip because, you know, they can do better than me. So let's go. This is the last one. As you were. Where's Doss? This isn't good for anybody. Sure ain't what I joined up for. It's not about what you joined up for. It's about the lives of every man in here. And your son. It's time you quit this. Finish getting dressed and I'll walk you down. It's okay, Doss. There's no shame in this. Let's go. I got extra guard duty today, and I'm on KP this morning, so... Can't... All right, Doss. Papa Doss, can you identify the men that beat you? No, Sarge. Are you saying that you don't know who attacked you? I never said I was attacked, Sarge. Well, what the hell are you saying, Doss? You bruised half your body sleeping. I, I sleep pretty hard. Awesome. So I love it how he's got a conviction and he's just been beaten up in case you hadn't put out two and two together. And yet he stands there on his conviction and he refuses to leave because he's not afraid. I reckon, I wonder if he had Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 running around in his head. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For your Lord, your God, will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. You know, I love it. He's like, oh, nah, not leaving, not leaving. I'd be crying like a baby. I'd be out of there. I think I want to go home to my mom, see ya. But he's got a conviction. 
and he's not afraid. And I, I mean, I don't, I personally don't know him, but I reckon he must have known that if God, God, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go. I want you to serve. If you read his biography, basically it, um, he had a heart for his nation and he had a heart to protect people. So he wanted to go and serve in the war and he wanted to protect people. So he wanted to be a medic. Um, and so that's what he wanted to do. But then God had told him because of, he was a man of faith and his beliefs that he was not to carry a weapon. But I reckon because he knew he'd been sent by God, he'd been assigned by God, that if God is for me, who can be against me? I'm going to stand on my conviction. I'm going to stand. I'm not going to be afraid. Maybe he was afraid in the flesh of what would happen when he went to bed that night, but he had a conviction that told a man, I've got you. I've got you. And he pushes through and he carries on and he saves 75 men single-handedly. He was as bold as a lion. And the Bible tells us that we as individuals can be as bold as a lion. I want to encourage us not to be afraid. I remember I used to be in a um, team in Master, and I used to sit in these meetings and not say anything. God, too scared. I just keep you quiet. Much easier, much easier. Um, and I remember Pastor Steve pulled me aside one day, Pastor Steve Graham, and he said, Hannah, you're not in a meeting to keep your mouth shut. That's not why you've been invited in. And I was like, mm, but I'm like a little bit scared. And he just said to me, man, God has not given you a spirit of fear. I mean, I felt like, I, I was like, yes, sir. Next time I'm in the meeting, I'll open my mouth. But you know, like, if God is for you, then who can be against you? You've got the goods. You're enough. Back yourself. Back yourself and go and do something you've never done before and glorify God, all right? The last thing is, is that lions are confident. They know who they are. They know their power. They know their strength. They know they belong to a tribe and they know that their alpha lion is never, ever far from them, ready to swoop on in when, he need, when they need them. Desmond Doss, he was confident that he was doing the right thing. He was confident that he was obeying what God had spoken. He was confident he was operating for the cause of Christ. He knew that he was serving God and he knew that God was for him. So can we be confident in whose we are and who we are? And it's like I said, if you don't even remember anything about Hacksaw Ridge and Lions today, that's fine. But what I'd like you to remember is whose you are and who you are. It's like that prayer that Aaron gets our girls to say every single night. I know who I am because I know whose I am. A daughter of the King, the Most High God. Music team, if you can jump up. We are children of God. And the word says that the righteous are as bold as lions. We are righteous because of the ultimate price that was paid by Jesus Christ. And I want to remind us today that from the position of whose we are, can we be as bold as a lion? You know, I'm even thinking we've got um, some stuff going on at work at the moment. And I really want to say to my boss, oh, I'll be praying for you, but I'm a little bit scared. Because they already think I'm a little bit crazy because I go to church every Sunday. And they're just kind of like, oh, is she like a bit normal? Like, what's the deal? But I also know that prayer changes things. And I also know that God promises me that the righteous are as bold as a lion. And I also know that I'm righteous because Jesus battled for me. You know, I remember one day I was having a pity party. I was sad before God. And I was just reliving some stuff in my childhood. And I was a little bit angry that no one fought for me. I just was a little bit cheesed off that people never stood up for me, that I kind of had to fight my own battles from a young age, that I was hit way too many times. And I just was a little bit mad that no one fought for me. And I was before God and I was crying. And I just heard him whisper, have you forgotten? And I was like, forgotten what? 
Like no one stopped it. No one stopped the pain or the hurt. And I just heard him say, man, Jesus fought the ultimate battle. He's been fighting for you all along. And I just remember crying and thinking, man, you know what? That is so right. He's fought the ultimate battle and he has won. And because of that, I can be as bold as a lion. I am called righteous. I am called saved. I am called whole. I am called free. And my world needs Jesus and I've got him. So today on this Anzac Day, as we think about soldiers being and we watch movies about people like Desmond Doss, who was such great conviction, go out and do things. And then we think of our Saviour who basically won the ultimate cost. Can we remember who we are? Can we remember whose we are? And can we go out and be bold as a lion? It doesn't have to be like, I'm not, if you want to stand on a street corner, go for it. If that's what God's telling you to do, do. But at the same time, man, where there's fear, can you just silence it? Can you just say enough is enough? I'm a child of the Most High God. Where there's a dream and you think, man, I don't know if I could ever do this. Can you go tell someone about it? Can you dip your toe in? You know, if you're scared of failing, can you just try? Can you just try? Because you're a daughter of the King or a son of the King. And if He is for you, then who can be against you? And just as, like I say, as I was spending time with God, man, He's like, just bring it back to basics. He loves you fiercely. And man, every night before you go to bed, do you think you could say, I know who I am because I know whose I am. I'm a child of the Most High God. In Jesus' name, amen. We are righteous because of the sacrifice that God made for us already. You know, and it's like I said before, I kind of didn't know how to wrap this up. I was like, God, what are we going to do? And I just think he just, for a minute, I'd love it if you could all just close your eyes. You don't have to stand up, just close your eyes. And for a minute, I pray that supernaturally you would feel the backing of heaven. That whatever is in your heart, whatever thought, whatever journey you're on, that the alpha lion has gone before you. He's won the battle. He's won it already. Doesn't mean that you get to walk and it's easy peasy, but it means that the victory's already won. You've just got to keep going. So Holy God, right now, I pray for every person in this auditorium. And I speak now, Lord God, to whatever is worrying around their heads and their hearts. Whether it's a big move, a small move, as simple as a text to say, I'm praying for you that God, they would know you call them righteous, that they are bold, and they would know that if you are for them, who can be against them? And holy God, right now, just supernaturally, let them feel your presence and feel the whisper of heaven saying, just go. I thank you, Lord. We belong to you. Thank you for listening to this message recorded live at Equipus Church Dunedin. We pray that it blessed you. For more information, please check out equipuschurch.com.